Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hope all is well with you and yours, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad when in it. I'm glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord, for God has just been so good to us, and I'm just so grateful to have the opportunity to be here with you this morning. It could have been another way, but God allows us to go up and down the dangerous highway things, but he still allowed us to be here. And I'm grateful to be able to take this opportunity to celebrate a King of Kings and Lord of Lords with you on this morning. For God is good and be worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down the second stone, worthy, worthy, worthy to be praised. I am to him on this morning. I am grateful for all blessings flow. Would you all in in with me on this morning as we go right to our praise and worship with sister? Johnson, amen, as she prepares to take us through um, the atmosphere into another level, another level of anointing as we praise our God. God bless you, and it's on you, Sister Dominique. Hallelujah. Good morning. It's always an honor and a privilege to come back and worship with you all every week. And on this morning, I just came to give God some glory. Hallelujah. We come to lift our hands and give him glory. We come to lift our hands and give him praise. We come to lift our hands and give him glory. We've come to lift our hands and give him praise. Give him glory. Give him glory. We come to lift our hands and give him praise. Give him glory. Give him glory. Come to lift our hands and give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We come to lift our hands and give him glory. We come to lift our hands and give him praise. We come to lift our hands and give him glory. To lift our hands and give him praise. We come to lift our hands and give him glory. We come to lift our hands and give him praise. We come to lift our hands and give him glory. We come to lift our hands and give him praise. We come to clap our hands and send up Judah. We come to clap our hands and give him praise. To clap our hands and send up Judah. We come to clap our hands and give him praise. Give him glory. Give him glory. We come to clap our hands and give him praise. Give him glory. Give him glory. We come to clap our hands and give him praise. Our dance and magnify him. We come to do our dance and give him praise. We come to do our dance and magnify him. Oh, we come to do our dance and give him praise. We come to clap our hands and send up Judah. We come to clap our hands and give him praise. We come to clap our hands and send up Judah. We come to clap our hands and give him praise. 
today just to give him what he's due. I want to bless his holy name because he is good and his mercies endure forever. Great is his faithfulness towards me. I just come to magnify his name on this morning. Hallelujah. Can I get a witness?
Know who I'm talking to this morning. Somebody feels like giving up, but don't you give up on God. Oh, hallelujah. Don't give up on God. I can't let that go. Don't you give up on God. God, cause he won't give up on you. Don't you give up on God, 
because he'll never give up on you I know it looks bad but don't give up on God because he won't give up on you don't give up on God because he won't give up on you cause he's able he's able he's able serve a God who is well capable. He is well able to deliver us out of whatever we're going through. The Bible says, cast your cares on him because he careth for you. God cares and he's able. So don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. old saint said it like this, you can make it. You can make it. These trials you've been going through, God's gonna show you just what to do. You can make it. God is able. 
God is able and he, he won't fail. God is able. Y'all just tap in right there for a second and just let God encourage you. God is able. God is able and he he won't fail because God is able to do just what he said he would do he's not a man that he should lie and he's gonna fulfill every promise to you I don't care how you feel just make sure you don't give up on God because he won't give up on you don't give up on God Cause he won't give up on you. Have you any rivers that seemed to be uncrossable? And have you any mountains that you just can't tunnel through? Oh God, in things that seem impossible, and He will do what no other power, Holy Ghost power, can do. Have you any sickness? Oh my God, that seemed to be incurable and the doctors said they've done all they can do but I know a God that specializes in things that for me and you seem impossible and he the power God can do but no other power God will do but no other power can do because he's able Hallelujah. God bless you this morning, safe house. Remember that you are serving a well-able, a well-capable God who is able to do anything. He can do above exceedingly more than we could ever ask or think because simply remember on this week, no matter what you're dealing with, he is able. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you know that God is able? How many of you know that God is able? He's able. He's able. And I'm so grateful 
to him and all his blessings from whom all flows from. For God is not marked. Whatever a man soweth that shall he also reap. Amen. And we're just grateful to him that he's putting so many blessings upon us. Amen. On this morning, we're just so grateful for our life, health, and strength. For God is good to us and he's been better to us than we've been to ourselves. Amen. As we've gone through the days and the weeks and the years, amen, we even saw what was the last week that people were getting killed, amen, they going to enjoy themselves and celebrate a new year, amen, and, and things were coming and calamity, and we see this stuff is all over the place, and the Bible reminds us that perilous times shall come, that perilous times would come, but what God is able, and he can, and he will, and will continue to keep and protect us, and I'm so grateful to know of that fact, I'm so grateful to know that God has got our back. Even when things seem like it's going wrong, you know, sometimes, you know, we go through some things and we have to remind ourselves, hey, despite it through it all, it's Jehovah Jireh that is our provider. It's not we that are providing for ourselves. And I know it's easy for us to get caught up into that, amen, because I have to remind myself time to time. But God always, every now and then, allows something to come, allows something to happen, allow a situation to occur to remind us that he is the, um, the store, that he is our provider, that he restores one day. He holds it all in the palm of his hand. And I am grateful for one that he holds it in his hand. Amen. Because if I held it in my hand, chances are I might drop it. If I held it in my hand, I might get in my own spirit. Amen. And do something that was contrary to his word or do something that was pleasing to this flesh. But amen. But I'm just grateful that we serve a God that's able to do above and beyond. Would you all pray with me this morning as we go? I want to go into the word of prayer and set the atmosphere straight this morning before we go into what God has given us to share with you on today. Oh, Lord, and the Father, Lord, we come to you this morning, Lord, as humble as we know how. Lord, we come to you, Lord Jesus, knowing, Lord, that you're the King of kings and that you're the Lord of lords, that you're God of all, that you see all, that you know all. Lord, you saw it, Lord, before it happened. Oh, God, you knew what it was going to go on for it to be. But, Lord, you still allow us to have the freedom of choice. And, Lord, I'm grateful, Lord, you for allowing us to be able to choose on this morning, Lord. For we choose you. Lord, we collectively choose you, Lord. We come here not for form or fashion, oh, God. We don't come here as a sense of entertainment, oh, God. But we come here, Lord, Jesus, to tap in on this morning. We come here to gain instruction, oh, God. We come here to get inspiration, oh, God. We come here, Lord, Jesus, to let us know, Lord, Jesus, that weeping may endure for a night. But that joy comes in the morning, oh, God. We come here, oh, God, to remind ourselves that we're not in this fight alone, oh, God, Lord, Jesus, that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against our principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places, oh, God. And we're grateful this morning for your love. We're grateful for your power. We're grateful for your strength. Lord, I ask you to continue to watch over all those that are among us, oh God. Those who are sick, oh God. Those who are sick, shut in. Touch them right now from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. Love on them, oh God. Bless them, oh God, like only you can. Strengthen them, oh God, like only you can. Make way for them, Lord, like only you can. Lord, love on them, Lord, like only you can, Lord. And we thank you for that in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we lo love you, Lord. And we ask that you continue to help us, oh God, to go into the highways and the byways and compel them. Um, to be who it is that you have us to be, Lord. You to walk the walk and talk the talk, oh God. Strengthen us, oh God, Lord, as we go forward on this day. Lord, I ask that you set the atmosphere, oh God, that this word be a time word, Lord. You that it be a word, Lord. You to hit them right where they need to be hit, oh God. Lord, you that it be a word that's nourishment to their bodies, oh God. Lord, you that they take this and run forth, Lord. You to know, Lord, you that you got us and that you have not forgotten us. 
And Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for our praise and worship leader, Lord. We thank you for the members of the Safe House Church. Lord, we thank you for all those, Lord, who support this ministry, oh God, Lord Jesus. For some didn't think we'll be here this long, oh God, but we're still here, Lord. And we're just grateful, Lord, for it's you that's keeping us, oh God, that we know, Lord, Jesus, something special has started here, oh God, that something good has started here. As spirit gives the utterance for us, oh God, Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we love you, and we magnify your name, Lord. We actually do all these things to others in the powerful name of Jesus, for we know this one thing, and we know this to be true, that we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning, brothers and sisters of the Safe House Church, for God is good and he's worthy to be praised. And I am so grateful to be here with you again. Amen. Thank you for the amazing praise and worship that we had on this morning. You know, every now and then we got to go old school. Amen. I know that God is able. He's able to do above and beyond and exceedingly glad. And I'm grateful that we serve such a God. You know, um, we go through so many things and we hear things and we see things. And sometimes we get to the point that sometimes I don't know about you, but I even question certain things. And I say, God, why is this, Lord, if this the case? And Lord, why is that? But he reminds me that he's the God of the universe. Amen. And, you know, not that he won't allow us to ask questions. Amen. But I have to trust him because he knows all. He sees all. He knows it before it happens. Amen. If this is your first time here at the Safe House Church, we want to say good morning and welcome to the Safe House Church of Greensboro, North Carolina, where we are. Um, my name is Dr. Peter Ely, and I serve as the pastor um, the founder of the Safe House Church here in the beautiful city of Greensboro, and you are tuning into us by way of whether you're listening on the podcast, whether you're looking on YouTube, whether you're watching on Facebook, um, Twitch, uh, what else are we on? Um, Instagram, Twitter, whatever the case may be, we welcome you and we thank you for being here with us. You could have chose to be anywhere else, but you chose to be here with us, and for that, we uh, forever grateful, amen. We as the um here we we serve um three pillars of our foundation here. We believe that God has called us here in this particular part of the vineyard here, the Safe House Church, and that's we call it DEA. That's discipleship, empowerment, and accountability. Discipleship, we're gonna teach you guys where we're gonna walk with you. Empowerment, we're gonna empower you to do what God has called you to do and use your gifts and talents to the best of your ability. And A is accountability. We're gonna hold you accountable. Amen, because accountability is important in this day and time that we hold people accountable for what it is they say and what it is that they do. Amen. And none of us are above reproach, but we're just trying to make it to heaven. Amen. And we want to enjoy the trip. And um, good morning to all the members of the Safe House Church. I'm just so grateful to you all who have been so faithful in prayer. Amen. You know, it's rare that you have a church where you have 100%, 100% attendance in daily prayer. I don't take that for granted, amen. I, I enjoy that, amen, that every morning that we can get together and we can pray to the Lord our God um, and, and pray corporately, amen. And now we start to um, pray um, in the spirit, amen, as God is taking us to the next level in that, amen. Because the Bible talks about that the spirit will utter things that the mouth can't utter, amen. The spirit will utter things that the mouth, you know, the brain and the intellect is not aware of, amen. And I know sometimes, as we pray, you know, be honest, we pray for my intellect. We pray for what we think and we pray to God, you know, these things we follow the, you know, the outline of the Lord's prayer. But then there comes a time when the spirit got to utter, amen. And that spirit knows how to talk, amen. The spirit knows how to utter. So we've been doing that and we've been very intentional about that, amen, in our prayer time in the mornings. And, and I just see God taking us to a next level, amen. And, and I hope that you see 
some changes even on your end, amen. And the thing is about changes, sometimes they don't occur exactly what we expect them to occur. They don't happen exactly the way we expect them to happen, but nonetheless, they do occur. I'm grateful, amen, for what he's doing in prayer. And thank you. As you all know, I've been doing a lot of, you know, traveling. I got some more this week, so um, we'll be out on Wednesday. There will be no Wednesday night Bible class, amen. I have another trip after I'm gone, um, so there will be no Wednesday night Bible class, but um, and uh, but we'll talk about the prayer. But that we will be praying tomorrow, though. We'll definitely be there. We pray every day. It's just sometimes we, um, due to circumstances, we're not being able to pray collectively like we've been going, but um, we'll um, talk about that. But there will be no Wednesday night service on this week. Amen. But those who came in on last Wednesday, we had a good time. Amen. We got into Abram and Sarah and, and Abram telling lies. Amen. You know, he's the father of faith, but he told some lies. See, this is one thing, you know, God, you know, God is merciful. And, you know, we look at these, these are people, remember he talked about David being a man after his own heart. And we look at the, the scriptures and see what David did. David did a lot of stuff. David was a devious little dude. Amen. Yes, he was. But then we talk about, you know, all the other things that God, um, you see here, Abraham, Abram was already lying and him and Sarah were making schemes and all kinds of stuff because of that. So, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, when I read these kind of things and I see these things in the scripture, it gives me hope. <laughs> you know, I know some say, you know, God is working. And the Bible talks about us being working towards perfection. Amen. But it gives me hope. If these are men and women that he called out his own heart and they went into these kind of things and they did these kind of things, it gives me a little hope. Said that and it, There may be some room for me. Amen. Not, you know, judging myself against them, but y'all get the gist of what I'm saying. So this morning, I just want to um, spend a little time with you here in the Word of God. I believe there is a Word of God to share with you on today. Um, if there be any sick or shut-in, I haven't heard any, so that's good. And that means we're all on the up and up, amen. And I'm just so grateful for all that God has done. Uh, please be on the lookout in your email. You will receive your um, tax, um, uh, um, a letter for your contributions for this year. I know they're due on the 31st, and I have them. I just hadn't sent them out. Um, well, I got the numbers, but we just hadn't sent them out yet. But they will be um, coming, forthcoming, you know, to you. Um, if you requested it early, I already sent it to you. But um, those who didn't, um, I have that. You know, the numbers are already. I just got to put them in the letters and send them um, to you via email. So we'll send those. And if you need it some other way or you need it sooner, just please contact us here at the church and let us know, and we'll get that right out to you. Amen. All is well, uh, for God is good and He's worthy to be praised. Amen. Woke up this morning. I, you know, I got home a little later last night. Took my son to the ball game. Try to, you know, spend some time. And you know, they said, you know, I was always told they said, well, when they little and they want to do things with you, you should be doing them. So I'm trying to take full advantage of being a dad. And I took my son to the basketball game down in um, Salisbury last night, and it was a heck of a game. I mean, it was packed to the thing. I mean, it was packed to the Raptors. And um, it was a great game. Um, went to overtime, had a good time. Amen. And, you know, coming back, you know, 85 was a parking lot. There was a wreck there somewhere. So we stayed on the highway for a while. Amen. But we made it back safely, and I'm grateful for that. And as I woke up this morning, I saw I had this package on this morning. And uh, I was telling you all, um, this organization, um, Kayak Fishing with Christ, uh, named me last year their Sportsman of the Year for 2022. So they sent me this beautiful pack, and I wanted to 
give honor where honor is due, and I appreciate this. So they sent I was named their Sportsman of the Year for last year for um, 2022 um, kayak fishing with Christ, and um, you can see the logo there. And the, um, their motto is Matthew 4, 19. And he said unto them, follow me and I'll make you fisher of men. Well, I found that really ironic. And maybe not ironic, but, you know, that's the same as Find Fish Ministries, the parent company of Safe House Church. Our 5013C Find Fish Ministries is built off Matthew 4, 19, as you all know. So um, you're just grateful for that, you know, found that organization and able to work with them. And what they do is they spread the love of Christ through um, kayak fishing. Um, what they do is they have um, they have little small tournaments or what they call gatherings all around the country throughout the summer on the campground. And and while they're there, um, they minister to people. And there have been people that have gotten saved and given their life to the Lord and gotten baptized at those settings. So it's just not a thing of, you know, they go out and we enjoy fishing and we enjoy each other. But people are getting saved. You know, like the Bible said, well, uh, he said to us to go out into the highways and the byways and compel them to come. So people's lives are being changed. Amen. So don't um, count it strange. And I think this organization now, I think the last count I saw was maybe like 3,500 people in there. So it's a large growing organization. And it's definitely my intent um, to go to one of these campgrounds. Y'all know I went big on camping. I did it last year for the first time, like sleeping outside. I don't know. Um, but I did do it, and I enjoyed it. I did it last year one time, and um, so I look forward to this something me and probably my son, as he gets a little bit more age on him. I look forward to you know we'll go to one of the meetings and meet up with all the brothers and sisters in kayak fishing with Christ. So I'm grateful for that, um, with them acknowledging me in that way. So remember, there's many ways. Amen. You know the Bible told us to go out into the highways and byways and what compel them to come. So there's many ways to compel them to come and we are to use each and everything that God has given us to do so, even if that is the um, the good old sport of fishing. How many of you feel good in your spirit this morning? How many of you feel good in your spirit this morning? I'm grateful, I'm grateful for God. It's just been so good to us. Does that mean that everything has gone the way that I wanted to go? Everything, my body, sometimes it aches and sometimes I've eaten, eaten things I shouldn't eat so I pay for it later. But nonetheless, God is still good. He is good. He's good. He's good. All right. So we're not going to belabor the point anymore. I want to give also honor to, to First Lady Felicia Ely. Amen. Just grateful to have her here and those who um, who um, minister with me. Because when you minister, your whole family ministers. Amen. Um, my children and my mother-in-law who loves her in the home with us. And we're just grateful. And you all, um, I said, God, that you all keep us in your prayers. Amen. As um, the devil's busy, but nonetheless, God is busy. That he that's with us is greater than he that's with them. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and what spiritual wickedness in high places. But God, whatever you put in your hands, he said that what he would will it to prosper. But if you would be um, so kind, turn with me to the book of Job. The book of Job, as some people would say. But it's the book of Job, J-O-B. Book of Job, we want to go to chapter number 10 on today. The book of Job, chapter number 10. It's not the book of Job, but the book of Job, chapter number 10. And see if I can get you some verses up here. I want to go with you, chapter 10, 9 through 22. I know that seems like a lot, but they read fairly quickly. I promise you that. Um, book of Job, nine, uh, chapter number 10. And we're going to go 9 through 22. And for those who don't have the Bible or who wish to watch here with us online, amen, I'm going to 
put those scriptures up here. Give me a second here. All right, we're here. And um, we're going to go down to nine. So I could read more, but we're going to start at nine on today. How many of you have been in this here lately or you've been the last year or so? Just feel like you're in a place of despair. You know, you feel like nothing you do or it seems like as soon as you think you get ahead, here comes something else, and here comes something else. Now the body want to act up. Now the job want to act up. Now the kids want to act up. And it just seems like it's just one blow after another. As soon as you think you got your finances straight, now the car needs this. And as soon as you think you got that straight, or you saved a little bit over here, now you need to pay for that. It's always been something, something, something. Has anybody else been in that boat besides me? Well, you know, even that you keep going, you keep going, you keep going, and you keep trucking. And we want to talk about our man here today, as I believe God has given me a word for you. Those who are struggling, those who have gone through some things, those who find themselves in a set, in a place of despair. I want to be able to encourage you this morning that God is able. All right, verses um, number 10, uh, chapter number 10, verse number 9, and it reads this. It says, Remember, I beseech thee that thou hast made me as the clay, and when thou bringest me into dust again, has thou not poured me out as milk and cuddled me like cheese? Thou hast clothed me with skin and flesh and hast fenced me with bones and sinew. Thou hast granted me life and favor and the visitation that have preserved my spirit. And these things have thou hid in thy heart. I know that this is with thee. If I sin, then thou makest me, and thou wilt not acquit me from my iniquity. If I be wicked, woe unto me. And if I be righteous, yet will I not lift up my head? Am I not confusion, full of confusion? Therefore see not thou mine affliction. For it increaseth, thou huntest me, as a fierce lion, and again thou showest thyself marvelous upon me. Thou renewest thou my witness against me, and increase, increasest thou indignation upon me. Changes and war are against me. Wherefore that then hast thou brought me forth out of the womb? Or that I have given up the ghost? And no eye has seen me. Are now my days few? Cease then and let me alone. That I may take comfort a little. Behold, I go whence and I shall not return. Even to the land of darkness and the shadow of death. A land of darkness as darkness itself and of the shadow of death without any order and where the light is as darkness. As the light is as darkness. If I will be with you for a moment and I want to use for the subject today Discovery of God. Discovery of God. 
Let us pray. Oh, Lord, and the Father, Lord Jesus, we come to you, Lord Jesus, this morning, Lord, we want to say we thank you. Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this word on today. Lord, I ask that you will let me bring this word forward, Lord, how you have me to bring it. Lord, you dare to be nourishment to their bodies and encouragement to their soul. And I ask you to do all these things to others in the powerful name of Jesus. But we know this one thing, we know this to be true, that we walk by faith and not by sight. All right, so discovery of God, discovery of God, discovery of God, discovery of God. All right, so what we're looking here today, brothers and sisters, here, as I'll take for a couple of moments, is we're looking at a man named Job. And many of you know the story of Job. Job's story is no secret to many of us. We heard the things that Job have gone through. We know that the devil wanted to come in and he wanted to try Job. And he asked God for permission and God granted the devil permission to go out to Job. And he told the devil that he could do anything that he wanted to do to Job, but he could not touch Job's life. So what the devil does is the devil throws each and everything that he has at him. And he comes at Job in such a way that was tremendous. Job lost you know, he lost family members, Job lost businesses, Job lost his health, Job lost all kinds of things, and all kinds of things came upon Job. And we find that I know a lot of times that people want to make it and have this talk that Job just went through this whole thing and he just said nothing, that Job just sat on his hands and, and he just took what came at him. But the truth of the matter is that Job had a whole lot to say. Job said a lot of things. Job complained a lot. Job said some things. And I know you and I, we look in this day and time and we see the things that we go through and some of the things that we struggle with. And I know we have what we call first world problems in that you and I, we use clean water to flush our toilets, amen, that we can get clean water out of the faucets. And most of us have access to clean water. And I know in third world countries that this is not the case, that water, the necessity of life, that they do not have access to clean water and they have all kinds of germs and mites. But the thing is, nonetheless, don't let anybody fool you that your problems are your problems, amen. And you have things that bother you, whether it's things on your job, things in your family, things in your body, things and all around you, because what these things affect you, and because they affect you, they do affect your state. They set off your, they unset your equilibrium. They put you in a place, and they put you in a place of flux that you find yourself frustrated. And therefore, now that you're frustrated, that you don't focus as much, you don't focus on God as much, you don't focus on the things you're doing. Because what you find yourself is that you are more in despair than anything else. And what we find here that Job is now spending time and he's talking to God and he's complaining about some things. He's talking about, God, why would you do these kind of things to me, Lord? Why would this happen? And why would that happen? And all these things and to the point. And we sit here and we, we read for like, what, right at 20, almost 15 scriptures of just Job doing what? Complaining about his state. And if he's going to be in this state, he's saying that if I'm going to be in this and I'm going to be in this situation, then I think it's best that you allow me to go. Why are you pouring me out like milk? Or why are you cuddling me like cheese? Why are you making me see things and not see the ghost? And why do I go through this, you know, almost like I'm going through my mother's womb again and, and I can and I go through all these things. If anything, what I'm asking you to do is to relax on me. You know, in fact, you know what? Just leave me alone and let me die. This is where Job finds himself. And I don't know about you, brothers and sisters, but sometimes we can go through some things that become so anguishable to us that they come to a point that they become so burdensome to us that we feel like that we want to die. Amen. We feel like we just want to give up and we want to throw in the towel. And I know that we live in a day and time that we have things all around us. Amen. That the economic situation, they telling us is bleak. And, and then they telling us that, you know, that people are 
or you know, in this, and then we still dealing with the COVID nineteen situation that still never ever it even seem like it's ever forever evolving and changing. And there's RSV out here, and then we have the common cold. And sometimes, you know, I don't know about you, brother. Since I get to the point, if I sneeze now, sometimes I almost got to the point that I need to check do I have COVID. Amen. And I know we having this time that we living in a time of fear. Amen. And and I'm not not immune to it, and you're not immune to it. But I'm here to tell you today that God is able. And then all of these things that we find ourselves worrying about and we find our things you know sometimes we can be worried as we used to call you know when i was children they used to call it your worry ward that you just worry 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 and god is reminding us that he's not giving us the spirit of fear but he's giving us the spirit of love and power and of a sound mind and god wants us to live life more abundantly here that we find that what now job is here in a place of depression what is depression depression is simply this making you numb to the possibility Oh, come on, somebody. You might want to write that down. That depression makes you numb to the possibility. When you find yourself depressed, when you find yourself in a situation, when you find yourself what? Depression comes from what? The outside, amen. I mean, where oppression comes from the outside and depression is a state that what we just turn from the possibilities. And this is the point, brothers and sisters, that I submit to you, that we need to make sure that we discover our God. Amen. The discovery of God is simply this, that we what? That we turn to his face. See, God is ever changing. God is all things to all people. Amen. But what we have to find out, this is why we have to find out what place and what part we need. This is why we call him Jehovah Jireh, that he's our provider. We call him Jehovah Nisi, that he's, he reigns in victory, that we call him Elohim. He's El Shaddai. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. He's the rose of share. He is the bomb in Gilead. That he is a healer. That he is a provider. That he is a way maker. That he will make a way out of no way. And see, once you this good in these situations and these circumstances, that you have to discover God for yourself. Amen. I have brothers and sisters come to me all the time, and they well intended, and they telling me this, that you should live like this, and and that you should go through this, and you should be practicing this, and that you're not doing this in the Bible, and you're not doing that. Amen. And God. I didn't intend for us to do this, but I'm here to tell you today, unless you have a unless you have a personal relationship with God, unless you discover God for yourself, I don't care what they say, but when you have a personal relationship with God, when you've spent time with God, when God has shown himself to you, when God has revealed himself to you, when God has brought you out of the muck and the mire, when God has made you bow and God has pulled you out of situation and out of circumstance and out of things that you've been in when you know it's nobody but God himself when you know it's nobody but God who can get you out of that when you know it's nobody but God whose hand was on that when you know it's nobody God but God's hand who opened that door when you know it's nobody but God's hand that shut that door when you know it was God's hand that did nothing but lift you up when you know it was God's hand that nothing but pulled you up when you know it was God's hand that continued to open up the door and continue to make way and, and move and guide you into all truth and understanding you got to know God for yourself Amen, brother, sister. I don't care what you do. I don't care what anybody else tell you. They can tell you that this and that. They can tell you that you're wrong doctrinally. They can tell you that you're wrong this way. Until you know God for yourself, until you're able to call on him and lift your hands and he calls on you. When you're able to lift your hands and you call on the name of God and he answers you. When you lift your hands and you call on him and he speaks back to you and he quickens your spirit and he empowers you, you gotta know God for yourself. I don't care what I preach to you. I don't care how I tell it to you. And I can put it all adequate. I can give you the context. I can give you the context. But if that spirit 
spirit don't give you the revelation of what God is saying, if that spirit doesn't quicken inside of you to say, okay, this is what you're saying to me right now, oh God. This is what it, you, you, you want me to go right now, oh God. This is how you're moving me right now, oh God. This is how you're taking me right now, oh God. I don't care, but you got to know God for yourself. And in this place where we find that Job is now we're in a place of discovery of God. He's calling on God. He's in the place of what? Despair. And he's wondering, Lord, what can I do? As many of you are wondering, Lord, what can I do? What will I do, Lord Jesus? I find myself here, Lord Jesus, and it seems like, Lord, it's so easy just to call on you, oh God, but I want to do it my way. I want to do it the way that I want to do it, Lord. I'm used to going my way, Lord. I'm used to that, Lord Jesus, when this situation comes, that I can handle it by myself. I'm used to when I go through this, Lord Jesus, that I can usually go borrow from this one, or I can borrow from that one, and this one is going to know me the money, Lord, and it's going to change things, and things are going to be all right. Oh, Lord, I can go over here, and I can do this, and I can do that, Lord Jesus, and this situation will turn, oh God. Oh, I got a little bit over here in the cubby, oh God, oh, I got a little bit of medicine over here. But Lord, when I don't have all these things, oh God, when these things are gone and when these things have ceased, Lord, when I don't have any more, Lord Jesus, and I got to go forth, Lord Jesus, and I'm asking myself, Lord, what I'm going to do in this situation, Lord, that the thing is out of my control. Lord Jesus, I don't have any power in this, Lord. I'm asking you that you hold the king's hand in your heart and you say that you turn it whichever way you may. Lord, I'm relying on you, Lord. I'm relying on your grace. I'm relying on your mercy. And what we find here that Job is relying on God's grace. He's relying on God's mercy. Why? Because he's saying, God, why all these things happen to me? Job is numb to the possibilities, amen. He's numb to the possibilities of all the things that could turn and all the things that would turn, amen. All he knows is he sees himself in his con constant state that he's in right now. And what he's doing, he's in a place of discovering God. See, the brothers and sisters, for you to disturb God, God has to put you in a couple of things, amen. You have to go through some things, amen. We have to, number one, go through this thing we call adversity. Hallelujah, hallelujah. How about adversity? See, adversity means that what you're going to go through some things. You see, we're in a day and time now. Nobody wants to go through anything. I was talking to a young man on yesterday. I think it was. We was in the store, and the guy was talking about how the kid wanted to say, well, I did this, and I've been applying for these jobs, and I've done this, and I've done that, and nobody will hire me. And when I asked and found out that the kid hadn't done anything, they went. Sometimes we have to go through this thing called process. And in this process, this process is what? This process is making us, and this process is growing us, and this process is changing us. And even in this process that we're finding the things, what, that we used to have, to, that we dealt with, that God is teaching us how to deal with, we're dealing with it in a different way. We're dealing with it in a different manner, that we're growing, and we're changing how we, we, we deal with things. You know, the same situation I used to deal with like this, I don't deal with like that no more. The person I used to talk to like this, I don't talk to them like, them no, like that no more. The situation I used to run to and I don't run to anymore. That in this adversity, God what allows adversity to come to make us strong. Amen. The Bible said that what that these things come to make us strong and that what he chastises them who he loves. So God allows things to come to you and I to what? To help us to grow, to help us to, you know, to, to, to see him better, to help us to understand that what? Some of these things that what? You and I have to be developed. Everything that I have here in the earth in my physical body, I already have, but what, I have to grow and I have to develop them. It's just like when I'm lifting my weights, man, that what? The whole point of lifting the weights is that I injure them and I tear them down to a point that what? They are injured and what happens is the body has this amazing ability that what it does is what? It builds those back up and when it builds them back up, 
every time it builds it back up, it builds it up bigger and stronger. Amen. Bigger and stronger. So if you want to grow in Christ, you can expect some adversity to be in your life. If you want to be better in Christ, you can expect some adversity to be in your life. If you want to go to the next level in Christ, you can expect some adversity to be in your life. That things are not just going to be given to you, but these things are what earned through the spirit. Come on, somebody. So even in all of this that you're getting, that you're getting your understanding that it's going to be some trouble. For Job said it like this, it said, man's days are short and full of trouble. So the trouble that you have, but when you have to understand that trouble doesn't last always. So whatever you may be in right now, know that what the weeping may endure for a night, but that joy comes in the morning. And all we got to do is keep going until we get to the morning. Keep going until we see the morning. Like keep going until we have no more. Just keep going that we give the very best that we have. If you notice that God has continually had us on this thing of not giving up, right? Because I feel that people have been giving up. I feel that in my spirit that what people are at the point they want to throw in the towel, not necessarily the people of the Safe House Church, but the world in general. Amen. Everybody said it's not going to get any better and it's going to get worse. And that may well may be the truth, but there is hope in our God. There is hope in Jehovah Jireh. There is hope in Jehovah Nisi. There is hope in Jehovah Sikadu. There's hope in our God. There's hope in Yahweh. There's hope in Yeshua. Amen. There are all the names that we call them. Amen. But I know him as Jesus. Amen. I know as Jesus, the savior of the world. I know that he came, Lord Jesus, and God allowed his only begotten son to come here on the earth and that he brought himself down, robed in flesh, and that he was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. And here it is that we have one Lord and one faith and one baptism and that we stand on that apostolic truth. We stand on the teachings of the apostles. We stand forth and know that God has got us and that he's keeping us and that we'll keep, he's keeping us alive and we're going forward in his Lord, in his grace and we're going forward in his power, we're going forward in his love and going forward in his anointing for it's his anointing that destroys the yoke and set the captive free, it's his anointing that opens up doors for us, it's anointing that turns us and helps us to go forward. It's his anointing that when he puts his anointing on us, that helps us to go forward and do what it is that he's called us to do and go where he's called us to go and say what he's called us to say. So expect some adversity in your life as you discover God. Mm, come on, somebody. So as we also discover God, when we find along the way that you have this thing called failure, amen, that sometimes you're going to fail. I don't know about you, you all, but I don't like failure. I despise failure. I don't like, but failure is one of those things that is one of those tough teachers. That one of the things about failure is I found out most of the time that I've learned more from my failures than I have my successes. And that's one of the things I just don't say that cliche. I know you've heard others to say that, but I can think about all the things in my life. And if you took the time and you thought about the things in your life, that how many things did you learn when you actually failed? Than when you what? Then when you actually won. See, when you when you when you won, there was you know most of the time when there's there's a win that you just go straight to this path, amen. And this path that you walk, that you go forward. And don't say it doesn't mean that you don't endure some things. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that you don't go through some things. But you know, usually that you go, you got the successful thing you want. But see, usually when I don't get what I want, I get this thing what we call experience. That I have the fact that I was there, and sometimes experience that thing. Sometimes experience hurts. Sometimes it hurts physically, sometimes it hurts mostly, most of the time it hurts mentally. And because that experience hurt, that I endured a failure, what happens is I believe that you almost make a mark in your mind to say that if I'm ever in this situation again, this is how I will handle it. And I can recall situation after situation in my life personally that, you know, that I failed. And when I got to a certain place or a certain time, I remember that, oh, the last time I did this, this happened. Therefore, I'm going to choose a different option. 
So failure what is a teacher. And in the middle of failure what you discover God, because I'm always going after God and saying, okay, God, how do I handle this? One of my favorite prayers now is like, Lord, give me what to say because I know not what to say. Not because I'm not learned, not because I don't know some things where I say, God, I don't know what to say, meaning because well, I don't know what to say. I don't know exactly how to say this and how this is going to change and how it's going to be done. Because I know a lot of times in my life, I mean very well. 99.9% of the time when I say something, I mean very well, but sometimes it didn't come out the same way that I thought about it. Even if I you know, I've thought and I thought before I said it, it still may not be taken the way that or understood the way that I meant it. Or I intended it to be. And because of that, then what? Now somebody may be feeling a certain way about me. Or they may have a certain understanding about me. Do you see what I'm saying? So I ask God all the time now. And my thing is, Lord, let it come out my mouth right. Lord, give me the words to say. Lord, I don't know why. Because I'm discovering that God is what? That God is my mouthpiece. That God is your mouthpiece. So when you don't know what to say, when you're in an argument, you don't know what to say, you say, Lord, put in my mouth to what to say. And that sometimes might be nothing. And if God puts nothing in your mouth, then that means you say what? Nothing. And I know for some of us, that's hard to do because we feel like we got to fix it. We feel like we got to make it. And the thing is, is that God is what I got. He told us that what I'm going to fight your battles. That I know, I, 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 I know. He said, cash your cares for you. I care for you. And know that what I'm going to do in doing this discovery of God, that I'm going to endure some adversity. And as I walk forward and I discover God, that I'm going to endure some failure. Yes, I'm going to fall and I'm going to sin sometime. It's not that I'm making sin habitual, but yes, brothers and sisters, yes, you still, you save, but you fail. Yes, you save, but you sin. Yes, you save, but you cuss. Yes, you save, but you decided that, you know, because you was in despair that you wanted to turn up that bottle. We make mistakes. But we also serve a God that is merciful to us to say, when I made that mistake, then I'm able to come back to him and say, God, I made this mistake. Lord, forgive me. You're going to say some things that you probably shouldn't say. You're going to do some things sometimes that's out of your character. Because when you're in adversity, sometimes you don't know how you're going to react. I know what I would say I want to do. I know how I would say all that. But until the truth of the matter is, until you're really in that situation and you're in that circumstance and until that thing is happening to you, you don't know. You don't know how you're going to react when you have a sick child. You don't know how you're going to react when a parent died. You don't know how you're going to react if they told you that they gave you a pink slip and they dropped you off your job and you know you got bills and stuff. You don't know. Let me sit that in for a second. But what I do know is that God is just and that he's merciful and that he's kind towards us. And he said that what? I never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed begging for bread. And much would be the same with you. So know that what? Even in all of this, that this adversity is built to what? To grow you. As I have some failures and some of the failures, I think about some of the things that I was like, man, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't have did that. Or maybe I shouldn't have said that. Or maybe I shouldn't have went this way. Or I shouldn't have walked that way. Or I shouldn't have did this or did that. And you find these things that you often sometimes think in regret or think in terms of how could I do this better? Our lives as a believer, we should be on a trajectory or a trajectory of continuous improvement. That, yep, I got that wrong, but I understand what I got wrong. Now let me get that better the next time. Yep, I got that wrong. Let me get this better the next time. Continuous improvement. That well, I'm continually trying to get better. 
I'm continually trying to grow. I'm continually trying to move. I'm continually trying to grow. And this is what God has called us to do. Continuous improvement. But how do I get to continuous improvement? When I continually discover God. The discovery of God. The discovery of God that, Lord, I never knew you as a way maker like this. Lord, I never knew you, Lord Jesus, one who could put the words in my mouth to be able to say. Lord, I never knew you, Lord Jesus, as a keeper. Lord, I never knew you this way, Lord. And as we continue what we discover that God is multifaceted. There's more, more, many facets to God, yet many of us explore very few of them. And the despond is what? It's spend time with him. Acknowledge him. Talk to him. Spend time in prayer. More than just when we're corporately praying. Corporate prayer is good and I encourage it. Amen. Absolutely. But what about those times where it's just you and God riding down the road and you need to talk to him? Those times when you got those things that you're dealing with that you don't really want to tell anybody else. Things that you've done that, you know, what may be just embarrassing. Or things or situations that your family in and you're like, Lord, how do I get to this next level? These are the things that I'm talking about that what we discover God in these times. The discovery of God. Next thing I want to talk to you about is these plateaus. See, that we can come to a point in time in God that we just get comfortable. And being comfortable, I find that even though it's comfortable into our bodies, it's comfortable into our minds and our, and our souls, it's never comfortable into our spirit. Because our spirit is always in the thing of what continuous improvement. That what? I got I can do that. I did that last year, but the spirit said, nope, you can't do that no more. I can talk this way the year before that, but nope, I can't talk that way no more. Yep, it was all right for me to go here, you know, last year. But, you know, that was what? That was the level that I was on. And as I continue to discover God more and more, he pulls different things from me and different desires that I would have. Mm -hmm. And the desires that I would have and the things that I was worried about and the things that I wanted and the things that I desired, that what? The Bible says this, he would give you the desires of your heart, which means that he would give you what to desire. So the things that you used to desire, I don't desire no more. I used to like this thing. I don't necessarily like it anymore. And you find yourself evolving as a person and you find yourself evolving as a believer. And what you do is you find yourself with discovering new things and new facets of God. So what are you saying this morning, Pastor? That your discovery of God, you know, you're going to go through some adversity. Yes, you're feeling some of you may be numb right now. You're numb because of the pain and the things that you've gone through. But I'm here to tell you today that you're not going to always endure pain for trouble doesn't last always. Even we saw at the end of this story, we read on that Job, even in all these things that he was saying, he was just saying, Lord, just take me now. I'm gone. But watch this. In this adversity and in this failure, he found these things. And that plateau. So sometimes in brothers and sisters, we get to a point in God, we just plateau. That we're neither going down or we're neither going up. Now, one of the things that I discovered that when you find yourself in a plateau, and when you talk about in you know terms of plateau weight loss, or you talk about terms of lifting weights or whatever it is, you have to do a shock to the system. You have to do something that was unusual to the system to get it moving again. And I believe that we're in a day and time now that many of us as believers, that we got to a point that we've just kind of plateaued. We're good where we are. I pay my tithe. I pay my offering. 
I go to worship. I do all these things. Yes. And you'll be good. God desires you to have the most. And for me to have the most, I have to do what I have to bust through that plateau. So that plateau means that I got to do something a little different. So this is why y'all see us now in the morning. I'm praying more in the spirit. God, I don't want us to plateau. Lord, I want us to break through that. Lord, it's another level of anointing that you desire to save our church to have. There's another level of success that you desire to save our church to have. We've had our moments of adversity. We've had our failure. And now, we, Lord, we want to power through this plateau. So, Lord, as we discover you in a new way, Lord, we discover you, Lord Jesus, in a better way. Lord, we discover you as an, on another level. Lord, we discover, Lord Jesus, as you continue to move us and guide us and, and pull us into all truth and understanding, oh God, help us to be, Lord Jesus, who you have us to be. Help us, oh God, Lord Jesus, to bust through this plateau. Lord Jesus, that we go to the next level. Because, Lord, you told us that this is the year of Rehoboth. Lord, that you made room for us, Lord. So, that, Lord, for, therefore, the things that we used to do, we just can't do anymore. Lord, the things I used to think, Lord, I can't do think anymore, Lord. And I have to do something a little different to shock the system to be able to break through this, Lord, and go to the next level. And, Lord, as we continue, Lord, this process of discovery of you to ourselves, oh, God, as we spend more time with you, as we walk with you, as we talk with you, as we walk in grace and truth, Lord, I ask that, Lord, you help us to bust through this plateau to the discovery of God. Help us to discover, oh, God, as we go through our adversity, as we go through our failures, Lord Jesus, and we bust through this plateau. That we discover you in a better way. That we discover you, Lord Jesus, in your might. We discover you in your power. We discover you in your strength, Lord. We discover you, Lord Jesus, and know, Lord Jesus, there is so much more that you have for us. Some of you are going through some things right now that you've been plateaued for a while. And now things are being challenging in your life. People in your life acting up now. Your body acting up now. Your job acting up now. Mm -hmm. Even in your own head, you have some things that, Lord, I'm not, I'm not thinking right right now. These are these things that God is bringing you to what? That you are known for yourself. I can't know them. I can't know them for you. As much as I love all of you all and I would love to be able to say, oh yeah, I know God this way, that way. Or, or you can know him this way. you know. But here's the truth of the matter is you have to go through that. And what I want to do is, I want to encourage you to say, Lord, that you can make it, that you will make it. You've done it before, and he's going to do it again. You've been on that level before, and now he's taking you to the next level. And he's taking you to the next level. And all you got to do is hold in there and know that what God has got you. And he's going to continue to bless you. He's going to continue to open up doors for you. He's going to continue to help you go to the next level. He's not forgotten about you. Just a little adversity that you're going through. And from some of the things that you failed in, you learn from that. And you're going to use that and you're going to bust through this next plateau. And you're going to discover God on a new level that you've never been moving before. You need to know God of you know, the valley. We know the God of the mountaintop. That's the one that has us shouting and speaking in tongues and running around. But what about that God in the valley that David said? Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I shall fear no evil. For God are with me, and their rod and their staff is there to comfort me. That God. 
Thank God when times are low. Thank God when you can't get the pastor on the phone. Thank God when you can't call best friend. Thank God when you're out there by yourself. Thank God when you got something that's so deeply personal, you feel like, I just can't tell anybody. Thank God when you're struggling in your mind. Thank God when you're struggling in your body. Thank God when you want to throw yourself off a bridge. I want you to know that God. And he's able. And he can and that he will. God bless you all. I love you all. I hope that this has been a blessing to you on today. To know that God has not forgotten you. That you discover God through adversity. You discover God through your failures. And you discover God through your plateaus. And as we see here that, that today, the scriptures we read that Job was going through some things. He was in some adversity. He had some failures. And he got to a point that he just can't even complace it with where he was. But yet what? God brought him out and he took him to the next level. And I'm asking you today, do you want to know God like that? Do you want to know him not only as the God of the mountain, but the God of the valley? Not only the God of the top, but the God of the low. Not only the God of Jerusalem, but the God of what? Lohibah. God bless you. I love you. I want to pray for you before we get out of here on today. Oh, Lord, have a follow, Lord Jesus. We come to you, Lord Jesus, on today. Lord, we thank you for this amazing word, Lord Jesus, that you allowed to come forth. Lord, I ask that you bless your people, oh God. Lord Jesus, please say, if my people that call upon my name, God, humble themselves and pray, and seek thy face and turn from their evil ways. Lord, then when they hear from heaven, then you forgive their sin, and then when you heal their land. Lord, I ask that you touch them on today. Love on them today. Bless them on today. Keep them on today. Help them, oh God, to go along the way on today. Bless them, O oh God, like only you can. Strengthen them, O oh God, like only you can. Make way for them, Lord, like only you can. Lord, and we thank you, Lord, and we love you. And we praise your name for that, Lord. And we give your name all the honor and all the praise, the glory and the power, Lord. For it's yours and yours alone. For we dare not testify to glory, O oh God. But in all that ways, we acknowledge you and we say that you direct our path. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord, and we love you. And we praise your name for all that you've done and all that you continue to do for us. Help us to go into the highways and the byways and propel them to come. We ask you all these things all this in Jesus' name. For we know this one thing, we know this to be true, that we walk by faith and not by sight. God bless you all. I love you all. I hope that this has been an amazing time for you in the Lord on today. So we ask today, before we get off on today, would you be so kind to help us here at the Safe House Church that and our time and offering, amen. But here at the Safe House Church, we have things that we have to do and bills we have to pay, amen. And we're grateful to all and we to all that support us. Amen. We want to worship our dear God here in tithe and offering on this morning. Here at the Safe House Church, we do um, our tithes and offering by the way of the Cash App. Cash App or PayPal. Cash App we can be found at Safe House Church GSO. Again, at Safe House Church GSO. Or you can do PayPal.me forward slash ministry Again, that's PayPal. Or you can write a check in morning order to find the fifth ministry PO Box 862, Summerfield, North Carolina, 27358. Summerfield, North Carolina, 27358. Some of you are looking at 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 
to God, amen, on that. So uh, you all pray for me. I got some traveling to do. Please pray for me. I uh, look forward to seeing each and every one of you tomorrow morning in prayer at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, amen, 6 a.m. I'm sorry for my Texas folks. I know that's 5 o'clock for you all. But um, please join us, amen. Um, it's a good time to be in the Word of God and come together in corporate prayer. God bless you all. I love you all. You all take care. Have an amazing rest of the day. Um, love on each other and love your families and spend good time with your family. God bless you. Love you. Take care. Bye-bye.